The Slideshow Season 20, Episode 3 2. 3 2. That's right. How's everybody doing out there, bro? It's Fuckery Friday, you know? It's definitely a lot of fuckery happening. And, um, you know, I just, I just want to, I just want to stress that, you know, there are free thinking individuals out there, people who don't go with political narratives, just because, you know, you, you, you hear something and you just, without doing any type of research, without any, you know, you just kind of go with it. You know, you look on the social media, I'm constantly, I follow a lot of right wing Twitter, um, now, you know, Elon Musk likes to call X, but, you know, I'm, I'm always probably going to call it Twitter because I really ain't got no reason to fucking go along with his shit, you know, um, <clears throat> but, you know, I mean, you know, you, you see these, you see these, uh, these stories of things and then people get outraged and then there's like a mass outrage or there's mass, you know, people posting the same thing and it, it becomes very unoriginal. You know, and this is one of the things that I've, I've always stressed. You know, let me give you guys an example of what I mean by originality. And, you know, I think, I think, um, I think originality is, is, is a big thing with me. You know, I come from a creative world. You know, everything that I do, it's, it's, it, it all like there's, there's an art form to this. You know, when you, when you watch these shows, when you, it doesn't matter if I'm in a fucking car. You know, these fucking people who hate it on, who, who fucking hate me or, you know, want to fucking oppose what the fuck I'm saying. You know, they say, oh, you're in a car, bro. Oh, you, you're in a car. You're in a car. You know, and it's like, bro, like, who gives a fuck where I'm at? I could be in your fucking mother's pussy. And it doesn't still, and, and these shows would still be, it would sound probably hollow. It would probably sound like this. But, you know, um, I'll give you good. I'll give you a good example. So there's this country guy by the name of Morgan Wallen, okay, and uh, my girl, you know, is a big country music fan. You know, people say, and it's always funny to me because, you know, I mean, I grew up listening to hip hop music, real hip hop music, by the way, not this new garbage bullshit. You know, they say that the, uh, the the generation I came up in, in the 90s and the early 2000s, you know, we was talking about, you know, th that generation was raised on, uh, you know, what was it, drug dealers? And then this new generation of hip-hop, this mumble rap, the SoundCloud streaming era, you know, they're raised on drug users. Um, now, I don't really listen to hip-hop music anymore because, you know, I kind of feel like that message has been detrimental to the youth and it's detrimental to society, you know, uh, degrading women and, you know, that whole thug culture. You know, we've talked about these things and I've and pretty much, you know, I mean, I've, I've pretty much, you know, here and there, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to things, you know, things pop up on the spot, on the Spotify, but not really. Now, as far as Morgan Wallen goes, like I was saying, Morgan Wallen, you know, I found out that he has a writer, okay? Now, in the hip-hop world, you know, if you have a writer, like, that's one of those things where it's like, bro, you want to keep that secret. It's like being in the fucking closet. If you, if you a man and you fucking sucking dick over here or you got some transgender 
fucking lover that you ain't fucking disclosed. You know, it's kind of one of those things. So in the hip hop world, you know, if you have a ghost writer, you know, they have said that Gilly the Kid, who is a, a guy that does a podcast and he's done, you know, different things. They said he ghost writes for other hip hop artists. And in the hip hop world, that is considered something that is like, yo, like what, what, you ain't got no skill? What, you can't write your rhymes? What's wrong with you, son? What's wrong with you? You know? Um, so, you know, I mean, other other genres, you know, when we look at the classic, I like the I like music from the 60s. We are always talk about the 60s, bro. The 60s are, 60s are the best. You know, um, like Bob Dylan has a song called Mr. Tambourine Man. The Birds have a song called Mr. Tambourine Man. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, it was like kind of accepted back in the day. You know, in the hip hop world, it's not accepted. You know, if you, if you found out that this guy over here wrote your rhymes, really because I think the rhymes are supposed to be reflecting of people and their experiences through life whether it be in the ghetto ghetto world or whatever. So anyways, my girl says to me a couple days ago when she says, yo, there's this guy who writes all of Morgan Wallen's songs. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, because like, I, I understand that, that that's probably accepted. In country music. And you know I respect that. I respect that. You know there's probably people that are writing songs for people. You know I mean this is. This is something that probably happens. Um, So I kind of just left it at that. So she's like let me let me play you some of his. You know he has his own songs that he does. And uh, this guy bro. Like this guy sounds just like Morgan Wallen bro. Not only does he sound just like Morgan Wallen. He has like the same cadence. The same swag, the same, the way he does his voice, the same shit. And I was just like, yo, this is kind of like unoriginal right here, yo. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, this is fucking unoriginal. You know, like, look at, think about everybody you know that you've liked musically. You know, I, I could throw some names out there. Elvis, Johnny Cash, you know, um, you know, and, and, you know, when, when, we, when you look at, this situation with Morgan Wallen and he has this guy, I think his name is Red Farron or Red Red something. I don't know his name. It's, it's really not important to what I'm trying to get at here. The whole point of being creative and putting out work and doing what you do on a daily basis, if you're in the creative space, if you do podcasts, shit, even if you're a journalist, is being original. I'm, I'm a big guy on originality. I always talk about Apple, the Apple cult. I had like the first like couple iPhones just because like I really liked Steve Jobs, his vision. You know, he was like, he was a, 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 a like a visionary, bro. Pro-life too. I don't know if you guys knew that. He was creative. He was original. Morgan Wallen. Now, I don't know, I don't know the story. I don't know if Morgan Wallen took his style from this guy or this guy is basically just using Morgan Wallen's style. So I don't know. But one of those motherfuckers 
is is taking the other motherfucker and they're putting out music. And that's some original bullshit, bro. Unoriginal bullshit. I respect originality. I, you know, we've talked about this. We talked about, you know, different YouTubers, different podcasters, different journalists that look at what other people are doing. And they say, oh, I'm going to just do what he does because that's working. You know, how many times have you seen Joe Rogan's podcast done by different people? And it's like, yo, what, bro, this is not fucking, this is, bro, when I used to do stand-up, and this is something that I've talked about recently, you know, I used to see all these people that would do their act, and they would sound and look and 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 just have the same steez and the same cadence of Dave Chappelle. I always thought that shit was fucking lame as fuck, bro. So, I'll leave you with this. Life lesson. If you're going to be creative, which only 30% of adults on a daily basis are being creative. If you're going to be creative, do a podcast. If you're going to be doing music, if you're going to be doing... Oh, yeah, hip-hop is not creative anymore. It's not original. Everybody's doing this. You know, this is kind of like what we're at. You know, this is where we're at in a society where people who want to get into the creative space, they look at other people and say, oh, I'm just going to do what they do because, you know, I mean, that, I mean, shit, why, why the fuck not? You know, why, why would I want to think for myself? Why would I want to come up with some original thoughts, original ideas, original fucking concepts and shit? Why, would, why the fuck would I want to do that when I could just fucking take someone else shit? There's a rapper out here in Oakland, California. His name is Balance. He's a screenwriter now. He had a song called Dude, Please Do Not Swagger Jack Me. That's right. Morgan Wallen. You know, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know who took whose style. But one of those motherfuckers is really owing the other motherfucker probably everything. And hopefully, it's not Morgan Wallen that took the dude, the writer's style. Because if the writer is coming up with the the whole shit and Morgan Wallen is just basically using that dude man there there's going to be a there's going to be a moment in time I could see it right now there's going to be a moment in time where that writer is going to approach Morgan Wallen and he's going to say to him give me some fucking money bitch you've been taking my my swag and you've been running with it the Sly Show, Season 20, Episode 32. I took a long gulp on that water, bro, for what I'm about to unload on you motherfuckers out there. Let me take another drink of this water, bro. Hey, I want to, like I, like I said, bro, free thinkers need to stand the fuck up. Free thinkers need to fucking stop fucking, you know, bro, just, just think freely. Ladies and gentlemen, um, there was some uh, posts that came out on X yesterday, Twitter, X, whatever, and, um, you know, some people came across the terms of service, the misgendering, po or the misgendering policy, uh, the pronoun policy, the dead naming policy, um, has been re-implemented 
after Elon Musk said that, you know, I, he spent like the last couple of years talking about pronouns. He's talked about this whole far left uh, language, dead naming, pronouns, you know, and uh, X, which is, um, it never, it, it really never was a free speech platform. You know, I mean, Elon Musk, you know, when he bought it, you know, he, he said, oh, we're going to turn this into a free speech platform. And, you know, someone like me, you know, I was open to, I was open to hearing what he had to say, you know, um, and, you know, there was a lot of people who got on his dick and started riding his dick to the point to where Elon was right behind them and he was fucking them in the ass. He was like, yeah, you like that Elon dick? You like that? And then everybody was like, oh, yeah. I love the Elon dick. We ride in that shit. I didn't. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I was like, yo. So, there was never free speech. I mean, he unbanned some people that probably shouldn't have ever been banned for ridiculous things, you know, maybe a, a, a journalist here and there, you know, said like, oh, uh, like there's only two genders and, you know, the Twitter 1.0, you know, uh, administration banned them, you know, but there was really no type of free speech implemented. I mean, you know, I mean, I've been calling this out for months now. You know, there was a few months ago where I tried to use the word faggot. Now, faggot is a word that is uh, used majority, you know, amongst men to, to, to kind of, you know, it's like locker room talk, bro. Busting balls, you know? Oh, you fucking faggot. You know? I'm, I mean, it's not, it's not a dangerous word by any, by, no, it's not a dangerous word. It's not a dangerous word. Even if it's referencing gay people, like it's still not a dangerous word. I come from the 1990s, bro. We was using that word a lot, bro. There's a movie called the nineties that was directed by Jonah Hill and, you know, it's used, and that movie came out a couple of years ago. However, it was about the 90s, you know, and they're using the word fag, faggot, you know, like you fucking half, you know, like, like it's, it's not like anything. And this is a word that is basically, it's been deboosted. So if I write faggot on X, Elon Musk's X, you know, you get deboosted. You know, there's a thing that says hateful conduct. This is not free speech. This is not free speech, bro. Nicholas J. Fuentes, who is a, uh, uh, he does a, a podcast and, you know, Nick Fuentes has been, you know, in the media and whatever, whatever people may feel about him, you know, it, it still doesn't change the fact that he's been banned from X, even after Elon Musk took over X. Not only was he banned, it, it there was, um... Basically, people figured out that he had a, a burner account on X, and they quickly banned that one. Elon Musk, you know, like, like here's the thing about Elon, and, and you know, you got all these fucking people on X. Oh, I don't understand, bro. Someone's got to talk to Elon about this, because I think it's Linda Yaccarino. Now, who's Linda Yaccarino? Linda Yaccarino is a WEF, World Economic Forum, bitch, all right? She is the one who is the influence behind all of it. And she, it's probably her, her fucking doing it. But Elon is allowing it. Okay? Now, Elon is, is, a, is, a, is a hypocrite, bro. You know, I, I don't, I'm not, he's, he is the elite. He is the elite. 
He went to Israel a few months ago, shilled for Israel, then came back and started talking shit about, you know, wanted to start talking shit about Bob Iger, who's the guy over at Disney. You know, and it's like, you know, bro, you were shilling to Israel, bro. You went to Israel. You went to Israel to shill. You know, I mean, there's probably not a lot of people that see my posts when I post my shows on X because... I don't give a fuck and you know Jewish calling out Jews is something that I think is is necessary especially with the audience that I have because there's so many people who are kind of believing the October 7th narrative and they've been believing it especially conservative people over the age of 60 this is not surprising like I've told you guys on countless moments you will cease to be surprised if you expect it. Elon Musk has made it clear. We're here for free speech. We're just not here for free speech that we don't want you to that we don't want you to have. And that speech has to do with Jews. Do not talk bad about Jews. If you want to talk bad about liberals, Democrats, well actually we can't even do that now because they just changed their fucking whole thing. If you want to talk bad about this shit, we're just going to let you talk bad about what we want you to talk bad about. But the minute you start talking bad about Jews or them being Zionists or even going going as far as to talk about like, oh, there's 29,000 uh, women and children that have been killed at the hands of Israel. You know, this it's, it's getting into a space of, yo, we got to kind of deboost this. Pronoun talk, misgendering, dead naming, it's all far left mental ill language. It was never a free speech platform and it and, and, and it, will, it will never be a free speech platform. You want to see a free speech platform? Go to Gab. I'm not endorsing Gab. They're not paying me. I'm just giving you factual information that you can walk away into the weekend with. I'm mean, going Linda Yaccarino is, is all bought and paid, bro. And Elon Musk will, will, will you know, I guess Chaya Rychik from Libs of TikTok, you know, called him out on it. And, um, you know, he says, oh, no one's going to be suspended. That's what his response was. No one is going to be. So, so you're, you're altering your terms of service. Dead naming, pronouns, misgendering. Well, yo, like this is garbage, bro. This is stupid fucking bullshit. Terms of service. They put it in their terms of service. So, you know, that's that's just, you know, if, if you understand, if you understand the situation, if you understand the situation, you want to understand that Elon Musk is compromised. But he was always compromised. He's part of the elite. His mom is an evil little fucking thing. You know, his whole fucking thing. He's a government. He's a government. He's the psyop. All right. You want to know? People talk about, oh, DeMar Hamlin is the PSYOP. Oh, this person, Elon Musk is the PSYOP. And you had a bunch of normie conservatives that have been riding his dick hardcore. And they try to talk about, oh, he's restoring free speech. Oh, yeah. No, he's not. If he was restoring free speech, he would allow the word faggot. He would allow the word, tra you, can't even, you can't even write the word tranny. You know, that's offensive. 
You can't allow people from one side of the political aisle define what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. That is the problem with the liberal left is they think they can they can make what's hate speech and what's not hate speech. It's a slippery slope. Kevin Wilk, who is the Walnut Creek, California uh, city council member, recently said, we do not tolerate hate speech. When a guy with a white power shirt showed up to his city council meeting and said a bunch of things that offended him. You cannot allow politicians to define what is hate speech in America. If you do, we're going to be in a place where we are. Anyone who opposes Jewish ideas, Jewish policy, anything that has to do with Jews, you're anti-Semitic. These are the results. When you have a political aisle of leftists, Democrats, dictating, well, you can't do this and you can't do... No. Elon Musk is a hypocrite. He's full of shit. He's bought and paid by the Zionist state of Israel. He is. He, he wants to put chips in your fucking brain, bro. He wants to put chips in your brain. All right? People need to wake the fuck up, bro. Quit fucking dick riding people because it's so cool and it's so popular and shit. So, what are you going to do? I mean, he's been part of the elite. He's been... He's been fucking compromised, bro. He's a government, in, bro. He's a bro. I, I, I'm, I don't, I don't trust government employees, bro. I don't give a fuck if you're the police officer that's that's pulling me over. I don't give a fuck if you're judges. I don't give a fuck if you're no. I don't trust government employees. Government employees are there to fucking promote and uplift government causes. People get all into their fucking, oh, Elon said this and Elon said that. Fuck Elon Musk, bro. You know what? I've been I've been deboosted. It's a it's another term for shadow ban. It's another term for limiting your reach. You know what? I don't give a fuck, bro. I come from the 90s where when in 1990s we were on MySpace and we were doing whatever the fuck we wanted to do. We were looking at whatever the fuck we wanted to look at. There's no, there's no, you know, the censorship that, that we have seen with, you know, properties like Instagram and Facebook and, you know, X or Twitter. Twitter is the same shit as X, you know. So that's, that's uh, not really surprising, but... It definitely is like hurting a lot of people today. People's like, oh my God, I can't believe X would do this because X was just like the place for us right-wingers. No, it wasn't. It was never the place. If it was the place, Nick Fuentes would have been fucking unbanned on day one and faggot and tranny would have been able to be used. You know, like like the reality is speech is speech, bro. Speech is speech. Like, what are we talking about? We're talking about a word. Words are dangerous. Words are evil. What? No. No. 
So, yeah, Elon's a bitch, bro. 100%, bro. 100%. So there's a journalist by the name of Steve Baker. He's been on TimCast. You know, he actually talked about someone who I know, J.D. Rivera, who was locked up for January 6th journalism work. Anyways, they hit him with four misdemeanors today. And, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny how liberals get pissed, pissed off at Putin for killing uh, journalists or locking journalists up. But here we are with uh, the Biden administration. You know, uh, they don't want the facts. You know, this guy, Steve Baker, I watched him on Timcast recently. He was on Timcast and, you know, he, he caught me off guard when he started talking about J.D. Rivera. And uh, this guy is, uh, you know, just fucking got arrested, bro. You know, they don't like what he is uncovering. They don't like what he is exposing. The J6 narrative, they would like that to go away, just like they would like the COVID narrative to go away. So Steve Baker got arrested, charged, was, you know, in handcuffs. And this is, this is uh, the journalism, bro. It's not a free country, by the way. You know, this is not a free country. You know, people always talk about, oh, land of the free. No, it's not. It's not free, bro. You can't do what you, you know, this is, this is, journalists can't even fucking do their job. There is no journalism. Back in the 90s, bro, there was journalists. You know, all these people on the nightly news, the ABC, NBC, all that shit. You know, these people would fucking like do journalism work. These people are activists, political activists. And then when you have someone like Steve Baker come into the fold, it's like, yo, like, what's going on, bro? Like, this guy is actually fucking, you know, uncovering some shit. See, too many normies out there believe narratives. See, that's the fucking problem. Too many normies believe narratives. They believe the January 6th lie. Just like normies believe the October 7th lie. Just like normies believe the COVID lie. Just like normies believe the 9-11 lie. Just like normies believe the Kennedy assassination lie. I credit Steve Baker. I credit my boy J.D. Rivera. I credit anybody that is pushing against the mainstream popular narrative to say to people, hey everybody, I'm a journalist and I found some shit out. And you know what? I don't know exactly what he found out or what exactly he's doing. But the fact is, is it's very clear what he's doing. And he's exposing January 6th lies. And you know, you look at you look at Mike Johnson, bro. Israel first Mike Johnson. Supposed to be the Speaker of the House. He was so... He was so celebrated by every Republican voter. Everybody was like, he's our guy! And I was just, bro, I looked at his, bro, all you got to do with these politicians is you just got to go to their fucking X feed and see what they got to say about Israel. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And then if you can't find nothing on that, then you might want to start looking at what they want to say about China or what they want to, you know, because at the end of the day, Mike Johnson is a piece of shit, bro. Yeah, he, he posed pictures with, with Trump recently. And everybody was celebrating that. Ooh, look at Mike Johnson with Trump. Okay. Well, <laughs> we don't have to talk about it in this conversation. But, uh, I mean, shit, all of them was bought and paid. Even Trump. You know? Even fucking Trump, bro. So, you know, 
it's it's a wild one out there, bro. You know, Gavin Newsom out here. Virtue signaling, you know, I mean, the virtue signaling is just horrible for California. You know, when you look at the virtue signaling that we've seen in the past couple years here, you know, I mean, virtue signaling with uh, Gavin is horrible, bro. It's a horrible fucking, he's a horrible governor. He's literally have made policy changes. He's, he's well, he's promised policy changes off of virtue signaling alone. You know, he promised a bunch of black people he's going to give them reparations. Now, understand the situation in America. Understand the situation in California, okay? Understand the situation. Now, reparations are what? Free money to black people. Uh, for what? Like, like what, what exactly are you getting free money for? Oh, well, you know, back in the day there were slaves and yada, 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 yada. Let's be unclear about it because this is the way we want to do this. See, we can't really give you the facts. You know, we can't really give you the actual details of the situation in America with slavery. We can't. You know, first of all, California didn't own slaves, okay? California wasn't a slave state, okay? Uh, <laughs> you know, so, so you know, so what, what Newsom does is he gets on his lectern and he says, we're going to give re reparations to black Americans in California. What do black Americans do? Oh, whoa, yo, we're getting free shit. Oh, yo, this is going to be so great. Understanding there's like a $70 billion deficit in California right now. Understanding the situation that's going on throughout America, throughout California, your gas price situation. No. Um, so, you know, what Newsom did with, with, with this whole uh, minimum wage thing, you know, he says, you know, they're 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 pandering, bro. They're 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 pandering. Okay, so so basically the whole reparations thing it fell through, bro. And there's like all these little efforts here and there. Oh, we're gonna bring it back. Oh, yeah. This sounds like a great idea to give a bunch of fucking people who weren't even slaves, and we didn't even have slaves in the state. Bro, these people are fucking retarded, bro. So. Newsom moved on from the reparations talk and he was like, you know what? Let's start pandering to these fucking wetbacks. Let's do that. So what he said is like anybody working in fast food chains, which is Mexican, you know, Mexicans, uh, you know, we're going to make sure that you make $20 an hour. Now, not understanding, well, maybe he did, maybe he didn't, you know, I'm, inclined to think that maybe it was kind of like in the middle. Maybe he was just, he was too busy virtue signaling, bro. Too busy virtue signaling. See, that's the problem with liberals and Democrats. See, we can't really call out Republicans, and trust me, I would, if they were in power, but there are no Republicans in power. So, you know, I can only use Democrats and liberals, and I have no problem calling out liberals, or calling out Republicans. Trust me. Trust me. I will call out Republicans till I'm blue in the fucking face. Um, but anyway, so so he says, all right, we're going to do the, 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 the minimum wage thing. You know, we're going to raise it to $20 an hour. Now, this is going to be detrimental to every fast food place. McDonald's has said, you do that, we're going to have to raise our rates. Boom. You know, Burger King, all these fucking fast food places are going to be in a bad situation. You know, do, do we understand like what minimum wage is in the world, in society, in life lessons with children and kids who are 16 years old. 
is like entry level, bro. It should be entry level. When I was like 16 years old, I made minimum wage. What was I doing? I was shaking a sign at Papa Murphy's. That's right. Pittsburgh, California. People drove by. They laughed at me. I didn't give a fuck. I was making minimum wage. Minimum wage is beginning entry level. If you consider yourself an entrepreneur, if you consider yourself a capitalist, if you consider yourself, you look at Trump, you're like, bro, you know these rappers, oh, I want to be like Trump because he's got wealth, business, and he's got bitches, and, and you know, all that. Um, minimum wage is not your end-all, be-all. It is not something that you should aspire to do. It is something that you, it's the entry level 16 years old, you're going to high school. I was at fucking um, In-N-Out Burger last night. Uh, you know, they make a little more than 16, but that's In-N-Out's thing, and that's their choice as a company. That's their choice, what they want to do. They know exactly, you know, and the reason why they're able to do that is because a lot of people go there, so they're able to fucking do that. But, so, you know, this whole minimum wage thing, it's just virtue signaling, bro. Just like the reparations. It's virtue signaling. It's Gavin Newsom saying, ooh, let me pander. Let me pander to the wetbacks. Because I know they work, and that means they will vote for me. These people are just trying to ensure power. These people want you to vote for them. They want you to ensure power. It's basically the same playbook that they're using when they talk about fucking illegal aliens. Let's bring them over here, because if we bring them over here, it's a better life for them. And they'll vote for us. So anyways, there was like writing in this whole $20 minimum wage. Now, we understand every fast food chain has been outspoken. Burger King, McDonald's, Jack in the Box. These are some of the fast food chains in California. Every fast food chain has been outspoken. And they said, why are you doing this, Governor Newsom? This is going to cripple our business. We are going to have to charge $10 just for the sandwich alone. Big Macs. You know, why are you doing this? If we have to charge people this much to work for us, then we're going to have to raise the rates. Now, now, there was writing in there that if you, if you, if you um, sell bread as a standalone item, <coughs> such as Panera... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Such as Panera Bread, you would not have to raise your rates to $20 an hour. See, the whole thing is just like one of these things. It's just like the, the every fucking franchise owner, every person who owns these fast food restaurants doesn't want to go through with it. They don't want to go through with it. But Newsom is like, bro, I got to do it because I got to fucking, I got to fucking panda to the wetbacks over here. So shut the fuck up. Now, there was an exemption for Panera Bread. And why did Panera Bread... See, the writing was, well, if you, if you sell bread as a standalone item, then, you know, there's going to be an exemption. And, you know, we're going to allow it. Well, you're not going to have to pay $20 for that. And then, so Panera was looking at it like, okay, great. If we don't got to pay $20 an hour, our business isn't affected. The reason why Panera Bread was, ex well, they're not exempted anymore, but the reason why they were being exempted is because Gavin Newsom 
knows the fucking owner of Panera Bread. Not only does he know the owner, he's a Democrat Party donor. His name is Greg Flynn. That's right. Newsome, bro. And all of this is why. Why Why is all of this happening? It's all because he's virtue signaling. That's it. These people don't give a fuck. You know, Barbara Lee is one of the senators running next to Katie Porter and Adam Schiff. You know, as the three senators coming out of California. Wow, such choices. Such choices that Californians have. Um, you know, Barbara Lee wants to raise minimum wage to $50 an hour. Hmm. Yeah. Minimum wage, bro. We're talking about minimum wage. It's crazy, bro. These people are teaching uh, everybody that... We, we could just be fucking um, social credit system. Let's fucking do the universal basic income. Vote for me. I'll set you free, you know? And they're, they're, this, this doesn't do anything for society, bro. Raising, raising, you know, you, we, we need to, we need to, uh, we need to teach young people that you need to, you need to work up. You don't get $50 an hour to work at fucking McDonald's and fucking ring up coffee for bitches. It's just the way it is, bro. Legendary uh, sandwich spot. It's called Lee's Sandwiches in San Francisco. At one time, they had like 40 locations. They're down to their last two. Gone. Bye-bye. They announced today that they are... Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> they're they are closing their they're closing down, and uh, it just it just adds to a long list of San Francisco businesses that have closed down, corporations, small businesses, large corporations. You know, I mean, if you look at all the targets that have closed down, you know, Macy's are closing down. You know, and and this is liberal policy, bro. You know, and 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 the liberal voters can sit in their fucking delusional fantasy land world all they want as far as like why this is happening you could make up fucking excuses oh yeah you know it's cause of COVID and you know this lockdowns and, and you can make up climate change racism anti some, some you know whatever. whatever the reality is is it ain't gonna get fixed voting Democrats and that was one of the things I talked about earlier this week by, by the way this is episode 32. We've been doing lots of these things. How's everybody doing out there? Um, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna change, bro. You can't, you can't, it's insanity, bro. You, you know, doing the same thing every day and, and expecting different results. You're not gonna get different results. You know, doing the same thing every day, you know, you got to, you're gonna have to fucking vote Republican. People don't want it, and you know, I mean the Republican, um, I'm critical of uh, Republicans. I'm, I'm critical of people on the right who subscribe to uh, normie, uh, like, promoted ideas or, you know, d different things. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I stand with conservative values. You know, I believe hard work pays off. It's consistency is ultimate key to success. I believe that, you know, I believe that the, um, you know, I believe in Jesus Christ. You know, I believe in the right 
to bear arms. I believe what's in the Constitution. I believe what's in the Constitution benefits Americans. I believe, you know, I, I, I think America is, is it's really, you know, I, I'll, I'll be critical on, on different things in America. But at the end of the day, you know, I, I, I this is a great place to be. You know, um, I just think that the people who are running things are, are just heading it into a direction that is pretty depressing. You know, it's pretty depressing, especially with the Trump thing. You know, Trump is not the, um, uh, he's not conservative. Like, you know, Ron DeSantis was conservative, you know, and that's not a, uh, like a, this is just facts, you know, and, um, America's fucked. America's definitely fucked. America's fucked because Trump has shown that he that he's willing to sell out. He's willing to sell out. And the IVF thing is another thing that he's selling out on. You know? And this is what it's about, bro. There needs to be two political parties. If, if that's what it is, okay? If there needs to be two political parties. All right? And, well, and the reason why I say that, I'm not, like, saying that the two-party system is something that I agree with or I support, but... That's what it's like is. So if there's Republicans and Democrats, there's two sides of the, the spectrum here, right? The problem is, is there's just one political party, you know? <coughs> so, you know, the CDC announces that that the five-day quarantine for anybody who has COVID, uh, no, mo no more, don't worry about that shit no more, you know, don't, don't worry about that shit no more, you know? Because Dr. Fauci told you uh, all those lies. He said that, you know, the six feet, which is all bullshit. There was no six feet. There was no science. There was no studies. There was nothing. It was just something that they made up. And we saw a lot of videos of people getting in fights. Stay six feet away! You know, there, there, there was no science. There was nothing. Okay? COVID is like gone now. You know, everything that was in place with COVID and they used it for the election. They used it for a lot of things. But the election was one of the things that they used it for. And normies bought into it. Normies, you know, are, are still wearing masks. And, you know, I, I, I can't take you serious, like, as a person. And, you know, Jerome Powell, who is like some guy, some health guy in the Biden administration. He's on a plane today. And he's like fucking like doing a little fucking like a, a post on X. And he's saying, um, you know, he's like, yeah, I wear my mask and I feel, I feel better about myself. And I put my mask on and other people started putting their mask on and shit. I think, I think a big part of like the whole mask thing, like with people. And if this is something that I've talked about before is a lot of people are just nice people. So they feel like it's the nice thing to do, but you got to understand about that, um, uh, about mask wearing is it came from a very uh, communist place, you know, for them to tell you what to do, for them to require vax cards, for them to do all these things came from a very, very, very communist place. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're playing you. Everybody got played. Everybody got played. Ghana, you know, Ghana, you know, the country Ghana passes legislation that in their country, you cannot be in a same-sex relationship because they don't they don't they don't agree with it. And this is what we're talking about, bro. 
You know, this is what we're talking about. When you start asking me, is America free? Is America free? I mean, there's a lot of things that you can do in America. There's a lot of luxuries that people have in America. You know, you can, the American dream, you know, if you work hard, you could do what you want. But ladies and gentlemen, don't you think if you get on a fucking public platform and you start opposing things that are in the Democrat Liberal Party agenda, you're going to find out how free this country really is. And Ghana, that's what they that's what they want. And people are going to get triggered. People are going to get offended. And, um, you know, they're upholding values that were rooted from their their religion. And, you know, that's what it is. See, it, it's it's so uh, it's so shocking to people in America because the woke the woke religion and that that's exactly what it is you know because if you look at with the exception of judaism you know when you look at muslims when you look at christians when you look at a lot of these religions you know they're, they're against the woke. you know woke is a religion like woke is a religion everything that they push is religion to them you know mask wearing vaccines transgenderism you know, all these things are religion to them. So when they, so that's their religion. Their religion is to be woke. So when you have actual religion, such as Christianity, such as Muslims, you know, I mean, there was a moment like before this whole October 7th thing where Muslims and Christians were like getting along and, you know, they were, they were opposing the wokeism, especially out there in Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah, it was, it was happening. It was happening. But then, all of these conservatives on the right believed the news when October 7th happened. It was like, oh, we believe the news. So that's what, we, that's what we're going to believe. You know, I mean, that's what it is. Slideshow Season 20, Episode 32. There was plenty more I didn't talk about, but you know what? I only got a limited time. The Slideshow Season 20, Episode 32. You guys have a God-blessed day. And uh, I'll check you guys on the next one, man. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, one of the things I, I, I just wanted to stress about Elon Musk is there's a lot of these people <coughs> that uh, will come along, you know, and you think that they are uh, genuine. You would, they, you, 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 they're going to come off like, Hey everybody, I'm I'm on your side, and then they're they're not. Okay, Elon Musk wants to put chips in your brain, 100%. Elon Musk sells electric cars, 100%. Okay, that should be enough for you to realize who he is, and what agenda he is part of. All right, have a god blessed day, everybody. The Sly Show, season 20, episode 32.